0: Hello, shalom, salom, and hola. Welcome to the Hot Jewish Podcast. I'm Michael, a.k.a. Hot Jewish Energy. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Hot Jewish Energy, at Hot Jewish Podcast, and at Michael T. Valdez with an S at the end. And you can find me on my new account at Hot Jewish Short King, which will be my lifestyle, fashion, dating, and talking about what makes me upset, Paige. Even though I already do that on Hot Jewish Energy, but we're going to talk about things that are not Jewish-related because that's not my only personality trait. Anywho, welcome to the episode. Today was... This is my dear diary entry. Today was a good day. It was nice. I got a lot of, like, chore stuff done, but it was a pretty good day. I was pleased with all that I got done. I booked, I tried booking an ENT, they're waiting for my approval for the appointment. I called my sleep study specialist person doctor to see if they're actually going to give me a sleep study before I go to Israel. And they told me that they got to figure that out. And I bought my luggage today, which was really uneventful. I mean, it was a really nice luggage. I mean, a little expensive but you guys actually helped me pick it out on my at hot jewish short king account you you guys actually decided my luggage for me i went with the soul guard if that's how it's pronounced and i did the check-in closet which is a nice big luggage for my trip because i will be in israel for 21 days not three weeks <laughs> so uh for people listening i put up two threes on either hand and that meant six weeks but it's three weeks but yeah i'll be in israel for three weeks i'm very very excited and it's going to be a beautiful beautiful trip and speaking of israel and hot jewish israelis today we have a really really special guest you guys probably know him some of you even requested for him to be on today which I knew you guys would because he is just next level. He's so cool. He's so fun. He's so, I don't want to say he, what's the right word to describe this beautiful Israeli Jewish man? He is, he's just so funny. He's smart. He's smart and funny, which are two out of. Oh my God. I'm forgetting my own requirements to be a hot Jew. You have to be. Fuck. I'm. <laughs> this is my slogan and I don't even know it. And I look at it every single day. You have to be smart, hot, funny, and Jewish to be a hot Jew. And that includes being a Zionist too. That's like a little like, a like a little aside. You have to be a Zionist to be a hot Jew. Uh, but. Yeah. His name. Uh, I keep, I've, you guys probably already know who it is, but. We're going to give the big reveal. Uh, Uri Cohen! Oh, shh. <laughs> that was so fucking intense. Sorry, that was like really, really loud. I'm sorry, it probably, whoever's listening on earbuds, I am so sorry that happened to you, but we're going to keep it really, really quiet now. Um, today's guest is Uri Cohen. It's Uri Cohen! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for him to be here. And I'm just realizing that this is going to be really, really loud. I got to back it up a lot. Back it up, back it up. You got it, you got it. it. You guys aren't getting music this season. You're going to probably get music next season because I may be coming out with some music. But yeah, you're not getting... Wait, is that going to be copyrighted? Anyways, we're already five minutes into this episode, but um, yeah, Uri Cohen is here today. He is going to be on. I'm waiting for him to come on right now. But yeah, enough about me. We are going to go right into it with Uri right after this very, very brief break. You are watching and listening and or listening to the Hot Jewish Podcast with special guest Uri Cohen. Hello everyone, welcome back. I'm here with Uri
1: Cohen. Shalom Michael, how are you? This is a blushing, my friend. Really? My, my nose. Yes. This is beautiful. I'm
0: I'm so excited to have you here because we've been trying to get this to happen for a few months now, and you are such a trooper. You you really most people wouldn't be doing this at the time that they're doing it for you. What time is it in Israel right now?
1: My friend, I'm telling you, I am right now came back drunk as fuck from Tubi, oh as my. you can see, my friend. 4 a.m. <laughs> after I was ripping off Americans at my events. But, uh, you know, we love Americans. We love uh, Israel. We love uh, B 60 too much. But, yeah, oh so my. it's 4 a.m. And because Michael is such a nice Jewish boy, and uh, we talked to him, I did him a headache on emails. I never emailed in my life. Now we are here. uh, big honor to be here on this podcast.
0: Well, thank you for being here. And I I don't even know where to start. So I think I started following you, oh my gosh, one more, I think. It was definitely earlier on because a lot of people were resharing a lot of your posts in your IDF uniform. And I was, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you. I was, I looked at those photos and I was like, damn, he's handsome.
1: And I followed <laughs> you. I, and I, I, mean, you. This is and I didn't
0: thing. even... I I didn't even know about all the good work you do to cut a lot of all the advocacy that you do. I was just like, damn, he's really handsome. I'm going to follow him. And then I got to really, I really got to see the person behind the photo and you're, you're just, you're doing such great work. I particularly love (laughs) your Bella Hadid criticism and your Hadid criticisms because a lot of people don't talk about that. And it's it's very much needed. And i really, really thankful for the work you're doing specifically with that, but with everything in general.
1: Thank you. First of all, this is amazing Like to hear this kind of stuff. Really, the IDF uniform in general, ten, every guy that is like five out of ten, it's giving him two more levels. So I'm just, you know using this kind of uh, trend and stuff but thank you so much i'm blushing my nose is erect everything thank you so much michael you're also handsome and i'm also loving to follow you i saw a few very 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 nice memes that you made uh one of them was something in sexualized i think benjamin Netanyahu or something like this it was good i remember Um, something you remember those do you have also one that you wrote something like, "I'm Jewish and I'm hot, I'm Jewish and I'm something like this that got a lot of likes? I remember something like, like you know, a pr- proud of being sexy Jewish person. I like it. This is this is the same mind that I understand.
0: Your sexualized Zionism, which we're gonna get into later in the episode, but that I think. That's so in line with my philosophy, too, just making everything hot. I want to get into it, it about you so everyone can very much tell that you are from Israel. You have a very beautiful Israeli accent. You are a very handsome Israeli man. Um,
1: <laughs> what was keep, it like? Keep going, keep going. Keep, keep lying. Going, yeah. Except the accent. Five Israeli oh, is accents. It... This is true.
0: What was it like growing up in Israel? Because a lot of people don't get the perspective of Israel from someone that actually grew up in Israel,
1: so you know I didn't have a lot of choice. I was born in Israel, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, i I tell you what I was born to uh, my parents obviously I have two sisters younger than me. Uh, they don't have Instagram and stuff. I'm the only person, the only weirdo that have Instagram and stuff in this family. You, you uh,
0: and your, you and your grandma. Safta Sophia, this is
1: this is mm-hmm. a national treasure. Only maybe I will find open one day only grants or something like this also to make more uh, uh, a But mm-hmm. so growing in Israel uh, basically. When we talk about it in, you know, in this kind of conversation, I tell you what, when I was young, when I was, you know, a child, there was the second intifada, honestly. And I'm telling you, this is something like you, I remember as a, as a child, like you're living in a country, in a city in Jerusalem that's full, full, full of terror attacks. And it was, it's it, 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 like, also nowadays, there are a lot of terror attacks, but back then, it was like, so many, like, bombing terror attacks, like something much more serious than right now. A lot of exploding buses and stuff. So, childhood, as an Israeli kid, child, living in Jerusalem, it was scary. I, my parents wouldn't let me go on a bus, because every two days, a bus was exploding. Bahu Hashem right now it's not happening. But you all the time have the fear, you understand? And you're growing in this kind of um, this kind of life of all the time scary, people scared, people but beside that, like you know, Israel is a very like Israel is a very warm I had a, like I was growing with a lot of friends, a lot of good people. As it, until now I was with them some in the IDF, some you know um I became state friends. And yeah, being Israeli, like it's pretty awesome. Like I think that I feel belong to the country. I'm proud to be Jewish. You know, I'm circumcised everything, maybe I need to check it every time. Again, David, I need to wear it, yes. Understand. But uh, uh-huh. I feel I feel like a proud Jew, you know. I feel like that I'm more Israeli than Jewish, honestly, in this in, my, in Israel. That, yeah.
0: I was talking with Amy. Do you know Amy Albertson?
1: Ah, uh, maybe. maybe. The, okay. the 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 Asian Israeli. Ah, I think I know. I think I know. She has. She has a lot of followers.
0: Yeah she was talking about how a lot of israelis it was interesting that you say that that you feel more israeli than jewish because she was saying because she lived in israel for about 6 years she made aliyah and then she ended up moving back to the states she she said that a lot of israelis it's just judaism is so ingrained in your life and in your identity because you are in the homeland that yeah there's really there's it's there's no like separation of it it's just it's all melded together, and it's really interesting that you say that that you're yeah. that you feel even more Israeli than you do Jewish. Yeah, That's...
1: because I'm telling you, the being honest, I'm not so religious. Let's say that if Hashem seeing half of the the things that I do during the day, you know, include you know not eating kosher, encourage people to dance at the poligmiu, and the rest of the Hilul Hashem that I do myself. I feel that, you know, Judaism, it's just like, you know, the way I was born, you understand? I'm Jewish, not religiously Jewish uh, and stuff. Obviously, I'm fighting against anti Semitism, but like it's mostly because it's racism, you understand? It's like, it's, it's, I feel like uh, when I do it, I fight more for Israel, you understand? Mm-hmm. This is, this is something that, I think Israelis, Israelis, and Jews, like Jew, worldwide Jews, diaspora Jews, they have a very big gap between the way they look about about mm-hmm. the Judaism and life and stuff, because it's. I'm telling you, this is something very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's interesting because most Jews in Israel are non-observant, secular. They're not very invested in. customs maybe they just do the holidays which most of the time that is what what the observance level is but it's it's just so interesting that here in the u.s there are a lot more orthodox and hasidic jews than there are in israel it's actually more very much a minority in israel it's it's very interesting
1: it's it's true a lot of people that imagine israel they're imagining, like, you know, beside the conflict and mm-hmm. stuff, they say, oh, Jews, Jews, and then they imagine, like, you know, the, the, the Haredim. They don't mm-hmm. know that there are a lot of, not, not Haredim, a lot of, you know, just, it's, it's like Americans, like, you know, they are not, you, don't, you can tell that they are, like, religious and stuff. But yeah, a lot of Israelis, Jews are not, no, no. Yes, like me, you see, the same. Yeah. Not religious, yeah. Just Jews, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. but they're connected, like connected to the to to the land, yeah. to the language, to eventually doing chagim and stuff like this. Traditionally, let's say it like this.
0: I'm gonna kind of segue now into more about more about you and how your journey started online because. Obviously, on on I only know you really from Instagram. Were you you were on TikTok at one point, right?
1: Yes. Uh, you, all well, you are. You're still on me. TikTok. Yes, but now I need. I tell you what. Every time I post something for the Jewish community, all the belachadids on the TikTok reporting, reporting, uh, we will cut you. We will do your second <laughs> circumcision, and eventually, you know, there are much many more. Not like Jew haters and Jews. Honestly, it's eventually. I think it's kind of a, a conflict of religion. Honestly, eventually, mm-hmm. there are much more, many more people will support Palestine and the Palestinians than mm-hmm. they will support the Jewish people. And then eventually, a platform like TikTok full of anti-Semites, mm-hmm. and I'm getting so many threats. And uh, you know, hate messages and reports. Eventually, my account got banned. TikTok, is yeah. Weird. I don't like TikTok, honestly.
0: It's honestly, I I kind of gave up on TikTok too because it's just been very very tough. And I've been seeing a lot. I for me, I've been seeing a lot more positive growth and positive feedback on Instagram that I than I ever did on TikTok. But it's
1: so it's so true. TikTok, really yeah. Like so. A lot, a lot, a lot of like content that you see there. Like, you see people literally opening camera and just say what they think, posting Mm -hmm. like this because the algorithm there, like, encourages people to just post videos, saying so many lies, so many. Yeah, I think that TikTok, for example, is a platform that's very, very, like, increasing anti Semitism very, very, very hard, like, you know, more than other platforms.
0: Was it one specific post? That got you viral. That got you all of this following, or it took a lot of time and you no, built it
1: up. No, I, I tell you what. I started uh, everything. I after the army, I said, "Okay, Uri, what do you want to do for a living? Selling drugs I don't know. I was thinking about a lot of options. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. This is cut. But <laughs> no, no, I'm a good. I'm a good person. No drugs No. Anything. No, <laughs> no we don't. Huh? No drugs. You know no drugs. You know Stay at getting, school. No, my school. Not every Israeli know to get drugs. Everything is good. Oh so I said, okay. I I, th- I was thinking what I want to do. Stuff. So I started to work as a security guard on Bertrand, Taglit, mm-hmm. To protect Americans. To, to try to hook up with American girls for a green card. Something <laughs> that will make my life become a better
0: it's funny that i'm just gonna say this quickly it's fun and then you'll continue it's funny that you mentioned that because i made (laughs) i made a post it was recently it was like i took a screenshot of a tweet that i wrote and it said oh is it like a rite of passage for americans to hook up with idf soldiers or am i just like imagining something and Almost every single person that commented, including an Israeli soldier, said, yes, it is a rite of passage. Either the Americans trying to get with the Israelis or the Israelis trying to get with the Americans. So it's funny that you say that. That confirms it.
1: And of course it confirms it. You know, this is the priority. I tell you something. Israelis, I tell you what, Israelis, like, you know, Israeli girls, they are very they are tough. They are they blocky. They are they, they, are, they are beautiful, yeah. but they are the Iron Dome. So, you know, the Israeli fuck, the, the, the average Israeli fuckboy, try to find some kind of solution. And then, like, you know, they see the American girls, the tourists, they say they come here for one time, they want, they, they get excited from the IDF stories, I can bullshit them, I can tell them that if I was in Gaza, they will get excited. And then, it's kind of break the monopoly. And then, you know, understand... <laughs> So a lot of Israelis like, oh my God, these American girls, these tourists, they, 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 they understand. So they want to have something that it's not part of their society. They say it's interesting. So, you know, at the beginning I started, I said, let's be, you know, let's try to get a green card. And then I started like to film a lot of, you know, myself at the Beretite group, making fun of the participants. And then people, people were like listen, Uri, this is funny, like, wow, this is, you're making good content, like, I was just talking, like, we were, we were doing, like, wrap-up, or get to know each other activities, and I was like, my turn, everyone was like, you know, my name is this, I'm I studying Princeton, I'm this, this, and my name is Uri, I graduated at Shukmachanehuda, people laughing, you understand, and I felt like there is something, people were laughing just, even when I was talking seriously, people were laughing, you understand? So I said, let's let's yeah, yeah, people laughing. Let's try. And then I opened Instagram. Every bell group, i group fifty followers, fifty, 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 ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Bella had video thousand followers, you understand? And then in my, my Instagram was growing. Not from one video, it's from a process, I think.
0: It all right. started from making fun of Americans.
1: <laughs> this is
0: uh, <laughs> Honestly, I don't blame you. Very random, but w- give me your best American accent,
1: dude. Dude, you know with how many girls I hooked up with? Man, this is the shit I do not say, dude. I don't know, like, it's hard, man. I... Uh, dude, something like this. Right? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a real question because I'm gonna be at Israel in almost a month.
1: Yala, you will come uh, come to my events. I will give you twenty percent off. I'm kidding. No, you will pay two hundred percent from there. I'm kidding. Okay, I <laughs> get a free ticket. Don't my, tell it to my question, people. though,
0: I've okay. I've heard that it's a lot of straight men, not gay men, in the IDF that are that are supervising the birthright groups. Is that true or there are gay men?
1: There are gay men. (gasps) A lot. I'm
0: not even gonna lie, I'm I'm trying to get like y'all know my my dating.
1: I will find the big M sixteen. Don't worry. I will find Will you hook me up?
0: Will you hook me up, please? I will.
1: There is I have my dating page. It's called Tinduri. I have also Grinduri. Whoever wants there is Milfuri, there is Dilfuri, whatever you want. Pimpuri. One Hidoo.
0: Grind Dory. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> you know, I maychidu him also in the in the gay in the gay community. Okay. Every person should have his other half. If you I... like Mul it's good. If you like uh, uh, cats, it's like you know, it's good. Tel Aviv is very, 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 you know, open Oh for I people. oh I know. Oh, it's I know. But it's also good, as long <laughs> as you have money and you have a credit card. That walking in Tel Aviv, you're all good. The rest is up to whatever. It's not, it's not Iran or something like this. But I will I'm help gonna... you. Michael, I I'm will gonna,
0: help. You. I, I'm gonna continue before I make a fool of myself. But I will definitely take you up on that because I definitely. You all know that are watching and listening. I need a lot of help. You do a lot of work online. You do a lot of advocacy online. You're doing so much. Has what you've done online kind of shifted into your everyday life in yes. Israel in person?
1: Of course. So I was I quit from being a security guard and a medic on to be full time job on social media, mm-hmm. and basically. What I'm doing for the Jewish community, like, you know, fighting anti-Semitism and this kind of videos, it's growing my Instagram. And eventually, I have a business that, uh, I don't know if you know, my pop calls, my events that I'm doing for tourists. Eventually, most of the people that coming there, you know, they're getting the promotion, They see my content from Instagram, and then they come, and I build a crowd that's coming. And eventually, I know that. When I make a funny or good video, I grow 20 followers, for example, for a day. I don't know, 30, 40, 50, and then more people will see my my commercials for my events. You understand? So eventually, it's it's Mm -hmm. something like you know, I say if I put effort on Instagram, more people will see my events, and then I will Mm -hmm. make more money. And there is a lot of stuff. I try to sell products and uh, marriage and stuff like this. And I have a lot of ideas that I'm mm. going to do soon.
0: I want to go to one of these events. If I... You are no. more
1: than welcome. Also, there I are will... some very, very nice gay clubs in Tel Aviv. Because the I last will... time
0: I was in Israel, I was 17. I was not open about that part of my life yet and now i need to be way more open about that part of my life so
1: of course and this is the perfect city for that for being open
0: it's the gay capital of the middle east for a reason (laughs) Yeah,
1: It's, (laughs) it's you know in the middle east it's not uh you don't have a lot of comparison gaza plaza where you can find something like this
0: this is actually perfect. It's going into my next question for you. So talking okay. about the Middle East, talking about Gaza Plaza, the Gaza Strip, uh, Gaza Shore, Jersey Shore. Gaza Street
1: yeah. Club. We like Gaza strip Club. <laughs> it's going so, to be long there. Don't worry, I will take you. No, 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 no. I don't want to go there.
0: <laughs> how, how would you describe... What's currently happening in Israel from your perspective? Because you give, you're Israeli. We don't see a lot of that perspective of what's going on in Israel from the Israeli perspective. So please share with me everything that's happening.
1: So I tell you what, I think that most of the Israelis kind of living in a bubble, it's very different from the Jewish, the Jews outside of Israel that hear all the news, the Israelis in Israel are not exposed to all the lies, all the, you know, all the lies about um, the IDF, all, you know, all of this kind of outside media, they are not like, like American Jews living in a society of a lot of people that getting news from Al Jazeera TikTokers from a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, eventually a lot of a lot a lot of uh, anti-Israel uh, platforms. So Israelis don't feel like they know there is a conflict. They know there is Gaza. They know there is terror attacks. They know, but they are really not into it. They are really really like focused about their life, about their career, about their their just. You know, obviously, you know, people, for example, the last terror attack uh, in Dizingov. In I'm telling you, the guys that got murdered, I know his brother, it's horrible. I know that this guy, for example, the 30 days before it happened, he didn't even talk about the conflict. Like, he was living in his life with his girlfriend and doing what he's doing. And then suddenly it's happened to him. So I'm telling you, like, uh, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Because from one side, you're living in a bubble. from the other side, I think more Israel it needs to be. I understand how much, you know, the situation right now with Gaza and the Palestinians and stuff. How much it's something that it's not a joke. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like the hate for Israel is growing. Israelis don't see it.
0: So would you say that the Israeli mindset about everything that's happening, it can be comparable to, for Americans watching, it's comparable to how Americans have become so numb to like gun violence, mass shootings. Something
1: something like this, exactly. Like it's Uh bothering you, but you live with this. And you don't give, like, honestly, also the media, the purpose of the media is to make every, like, to to, to entertain, like, to make people think, that every, every, all the time there is a war. All the time there is something bad. All the time, like, to make, you know, to get clothed, to make people think, think about it. You're living with Israelis. Eventually, there is antisemitism, there is and stuff. But, you know, even if hundred like, 100 people dying in a year, and it's sad, and it's horrible, and it's Obviously, it's terrible. You know how many people dying from bad Israeli drivers on the road every day? Much more than 100 people. There is terror and stuff, but Israelis don't see it like...
0: They go on the way... about their lives.
1: Yes, yeah, they, they don't. They are living in their own bubble. There is something also good in there. And I think that when there are shit that's going on in Israel, eventually, the people that suffering the most from it Are the american jews that like supporting israel and then all the people that against israel that don't doesn't they're not living in israel giving them the shit so this is what this is the difference this is why living in a jewish state is completely different than living in, in the us for example
0: yeah also a lot of the news outlets a lot of the news companies that are in israel they're publishing one story, but then the American news is completely yeah, changing, it. changing they,
1: it. It's crazy. It, you can see, for example, at the beginning of the year, there was a terror attack in a synagogue in Jerusalem. I don't, you probably hear that when mm-hmm. seven people got murdered, like seven Jews. Someone came with a guy and was shooting seven Jews. And for example, in the, in the U.S., you know what they wrote? Seven people died in Jerusalem. Attack. That's it.
0: They don't. They you don't, don't know, give. You
1: context. don't know if it's Jews, Arabs. You don't understand Palestinian. Seven people. There. It it sounds like gun a gun violence in the U.S. The way BBC, for example, po like uh, exposing it. And in it, but in Israel, you will write a terror attack, a Palestinian terrorist was shooting. You think, understand? Blah, blah, blah. And and you you see people don't know understand what's going on here for real. It's so different. And it's and yeah.
0: it's crazy that all of this has been going on for decades. And then with the political situation now in Israel too, people are still protesting in the streets, even when everything around them is falling apart and rockets in the air. People are still protesting. How How are you feeling about all of the political unrest?
1: A lot of the people that are protesting now against Netanyahu, they are like very like they see like they are left wing. I the people that walking with like you know uh, Palestinian flags and stuff. I don't they, they they are not pointing the blame like they pl- pointing the blame against the government about the whole situation. I don't agree with it at all. Uh, they are blaming the terrorists, the rockets, the da- about Israeli the Israeli government. This is why they keep doing it. They're like, if you ask them why there is a Torah text, why there is a war, why there is this, they say Israel is in charge, Israel is the stronger and stuff, and the situation happens because of Israel. I don't agree with this, you understand? And I think I'm not from this side. I think that it's much more complicated and you don't have a partner for peace and eventually the radical minority in Gaza and at the West Bank the, the corruption, you know, the uh, Palestinian authority and, Ga- and Hamas. I don't think that Israel, maybe Israel can do better things, but yeah. the people protesting against Netanyahu, most of them also put Israel as the reason why the Palestinians are suffering. So I'm not part, I'm. I will. you will never see me in this kind of protest because... There are a lot of people like this, in this kind of protest against Netanyahu. And this is something I disagree with.
0: A lot of people think that Israel, the Israeli government is the main problem when really it's all of these, I uh, he, he hate to even say organizations because they're not, they're they're thugs. All of these Palestinian thugs, the the Jihad, Hamas, Hezbollah. Um, they... People aren't realizing that they're the root of the problem. If they weren't there, there would be no yeah, problem.
1: Yeah. A lot of people say because of the Israeli attitude and because Israel is closing Gaza, these groups are growing and stuff. But it's it's a fight about religion. Like this is this is the conflict eventually. It's a fight like it's the Jewish people. It's the Jewish people who living inside land that Arabs, Muslims were living there. It's eventually about religion. Eventually, it's no, about, no matter what. And, yeah. and you see something yeah. very bad that's happening in the at, at, at the at the Middle East. You see almost all the countries are ruined countries, like countries that you can't not democracy countries like example, Syria, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Qatar. Lebanon, even Egypt, there are some kind of radical regime there. It's not about Israel and stuff. I think the main problem of the Jewish people worldwide is that a lot of people, a lot of Syrians, Lebanese, people that are suffering from the radical regime, they are moving to Europe, they are moving to the US, they to Canada. Some of them, okay, they are becoming part of the society, like the Jewish people that Escape from the Holocaust and stuff, stuff, but some of them bring with them all the poison from the Middle East, to Canada, to Germany, to the u s, and bring the like honestly ruining this ruined democracy country, like privileged. they escaped from a country that is ruined, and they are bringing the same, the same thing. and eventually, you see that this is something like you know. Yeah. Eventually, it's it's a fight of religions. Like it's a fight of religion. If all the Jews will say one day, let's become Muslims, and stuff like there this,
0: w- there would be no issue.
1: No issue. W- Everything would end. It's always yep. the Jewish people. Like there are so many Arab countries, there are so many you know. But eventually, one Jewish country. Eventually, you Nothing. see a it's a problem this is the main this is the main issue
0: jews and then i want to include too it's people who want to just live peaceful lives and have freedom it's a fight for freedom in like the broader spectrum because the christians and the arabs and the Druze and the baha'i that are living in israel they just want a place to be peaceful they just want to be in a democracy they want to a lot of them want something similar to the US and it's just sad that no one can have that peace. It's especially Jewish people. We we just wanted one thing for ourselves when ev- when everything had been taken away from us century after century and then we finally got it and everyone has an issue with it for some reason. Everyone's yeah. saying that we that we colonized.
1: For example, my family suffered Sophia Maidalia from Syria. She like, all the anti-Semites like to say, white colonizer, go back to Europe. But, for example, safta Sophia, my girl, she made Aliyah from Syria, was walking all the way to Israel. And, okay, you see, like, people say, go back to your country. <laughs> Syrians that were born, Muslims that were born in Syria can't go back to Syria. So you want the Jewish family that that escaped from there to go back there, you are even not, I understand, the Syrians, themselves, it's their religions can go there, I understand, so much misinformation and curate eventually, like, you know, and Jews were living, I tell you what, even before there was, you know, people made Aliyah, before the Holocaust, there were Jews that were living in Israel for years. You know, Jews will always be, and yeah, this is eventually there was the war, independence war. The Arab tried to you know to get rid of us, and they lost. And that's it. Like you know, we are not yeah. going to apologize about that that we exist.
0: We're we're not going to apologize for taking back what was ours. Exactly. <laughs> I mean,
1: exactly. A lot.
0: A lot of Americans because it's interesting because. You the one one of the many things that U.S. and Israel have in common. Israel had always been the indigenous land of the Jews, and then in here in the U.S., the Native Americans. This was their land, and it was colonized by Europe, by well, by Britain, Spain, all the European countries that came in and colonized. But a lot of Americans and a lot of I think a lot of people in general they consider. The reestablishment of the state of Israel—one of the most successful landback operations in history. Landback yeah. meaning that we, that the indigenous Jews got back their land. P. I wish more people would think about how there is indigeneity in that land, and it is not with the Palestinian people.
1: Yeah,
0: they're exactly. n- They're—they they're, yeah. may be native they may have been native there for centuries because their invaders came in and took over the land, but that wasn't their land in the beginning. How is that fair? It
1: wasn't their land in the beginning. This is true. Like, you know, eventually, it's sad that what happened in 1948. like eventually there was a war and people that were living there eventually left. Like, you know, but it's what we can do. Like, you know, we accepted the UN split plan. We said, okay, we will have a country the Arab countries eventually made, Mm -hmm. like you know, they were hurting eventually the Arabs that were living in the land. Because they say, okay, let's just clean this land from Jews and just, you know, it will be another Arab country. They They are the main reason. Someone is blaming Egypt or Syria for what's happened, for the Nakba. They only blame the Jewish people. Like, there is a border between Gaza to Egypt, a border like a wall. Someone talking about it, no one talking about it. It's like, Egypt.
0: No it's interesting how Egypt has really been. I mean, it's saying a lot saying this. They've been somewhat reasonable because they don't. They don't like. They don't like the PA. They don't like Hamas or Jihad because no, of course no, and they have it's that. Egypt has a lot of that generational guilt too, because they enslaved us thousands of years ago. There's
1: still yeah, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. They they not only dead, They all, also you know we had the uh, Kib- like you know we had a few wars. That they mm-hmm. try again and again and again and again and again to kill us. We thousands of soldiers died from both sides, eventually mm-hmm. and eventually there are a lot of Palestinian Immigrants that living in Egypt, in Syria, in Lebanon, and yeah. these countries that di- those people are from their religion, they, they they treat them horribly, like they don't have citizens. It's always easy to blame the Jewish people. You know how many immigrants there are in Syria, Palestinian immigrants in Syria and Lebanon, and they are not becoming, you know,
0: that regular sense, yeah? citizens. A lot. Meanwhile, in Israel, when when if palestinian people go through an immigration process like any other country in the world and they're granted citizenship they're granted full rights and nobody talks about that nobody talks about the queer lgbtq plus palestinian people who come to israel for sanctuary nobody talks about that and how poorly they're treated in gaza and west bank
1: yeah exactly exactly yeah it's 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 a very big problem it's a very like something mm-hmm. it's uh, I'm telling you this is something so complicated about it and... it's
0: heartbreaking it re- it's it's really it's just two sides I'm sure i I always make it a point to say that because i I really believe this I refuse to make myself believe that all Palestinians want this war and they want and they want no. this.
1: Not well, there are all- obviously not not uh, yeah. not not all of them obviously, but I think I think I think two things. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the radical minority is controlling. It's always mm-hmm. like this in in uh, this kind. Of, also in Syria, also in mm-hmm. Lebanon, it's something. It's something. I don't know, like how even to explain it. This is one thing. Second thing, if you will ask every Palestinians even the like you know educated educated people they will say they are against Israel they don't want they don't think that Israel should exist not I'm not talking about the radicals most of them in general don't want Israel existent they will say we don't no no we should have a Palestinian state so I don't think that there, there there is a chance even a chance for peace
0: until the poison is taken out until this government is dissolved until until they're not and in- they're really they're abusing their children. They're teaching their children to hate, which is just yeah. This
1: is this is a problem. Sad. Eventually, eventually, yeah. you know, this okay. is this is this is what's keeping it on. And always people say it's because Israel is knocking them. It's because this is. This. But you see, every time that Israel did something, for example, Israel left Gaza in 2005 in purpose of peace and to give the Palestinians autonomy. One mm. second after they left the Gaza Strip, the radicals took over. The, it, it was a civil war. And you understand? understand? Yeah. And people it's say, like when hey, they... why is it locked? Why yeah. are... Because every time, every second, you give... You, you... And this is why, right now, in the... In the West Bank, there is a military-like kind of occupation, yes, because eventually, you know yeah. that if you will leave the West Bank and you will just, okay, Allah, Abu Mazen, do it. There will be another Hamas at the West Bank. It's going to go this down. Is why the it's... idea up there, right? People say, no, 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 no. But eventually, you see how it's working. For solving it, you need a strong government. <laughs> that wants to be partner, not yeah. Abu Mazen that all the time blaming Israel for every terror attack. Mm-hmm. And not Hamas. That their purpose is to genocide all the Jews worldwide. And everyone. That is not you understand? Yeah. And for that, it's something that you need involved of another country, you understand?
0: I with with all of that said, I I kinda wanna I hate to say I want to kind of put a bow on it, even though there will never be like a finished product of all of this, because unfortunately it's ongoing and we're not really seeing any end to it. But what would your advice be to kids or young adults or people outside of Israel that are getting a lot of their information from all these corrupt news organizations or from, their favorite celebrities that are very much anti-Israel and inherently anti-Jewish. What what would your advice be to them if they're looking to get out of that bubble of anti-Zionism?
1: I think what every person should do when he sees something in the news about the conflict, is should also go into Israeli websites. He should also read more perspectives. And he should understand, no one is perfect, no one is perfect. Israel, we are dealing with something. I don't think that most of the people, most of the countries in the world are dealing with something like this. But I think that reading more sources and exposing to more voices is something important to learn, to understand, to to see what's going on. And every time like you hear voices of Israelis saying terror and stuff like this, Read about what is the radical Islamic regime everywhere, and understand that this is something very, very, very tough like that not only Israel dealing with think all of the world
0: all in all <laughs> don't don't take Bella Hadid's word for it. <laughs> Just take it with a very light grain of salt, but then also go look at all the other stuff to get a fully formed. Exactly,
1: device. exactly. Don't get yeah. your your sources from a Vogue magazine models. The only skill they have is to 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 walk on a red carpet, and even that she sometimes don't do it. At all. And honestly, not uh, like. <laughs> She never. I don't think she ever been here. Like,
0: oh, I don't think she. No, I no, don't. No, she never know been. Has she been to Palestine?
1: My friend, I don't oh. think that she will be able to uh, to get inside with without hijab. You think that will she will wear hijab and get inside there? I don't think so. She will get inside there if she will be able to do a Vogue magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my Vogue God! Vogue well.
0: That was great advice for whoever's watching or listening. Please take Ori's words and just do good with it. Take it and absorb it and implement it because I have to say that Ori is very invaluable. He's very the information that he gives in this episode and online. It's it's really good.
1: It's thank you so much. He
0: go follow him. the Thank Let's so let's wrap it up. Tell them tell them where to find you because I think you're not gonna get the full essence of Uri unless you go to his accounts. So please exactly. tell every
1: Yeah. Follow first of all my Instagram URI Coin URI Agent the URI Two B Sixty. You will see me in this kind of platforms. My TikTok. I need to open a new one and my only OnlyFans. Everyone five dollars a month. Not going to cost a lot and stuff you will see the biggest nose you can ever see in your life yes you see this is the sample
0: I know y'all are perverts and you're gonna go start looking right now so So I I was telling I was telling it that I was like you tell them you have an only you're gonna have people like DMing you for that link but yeah (laughs) sexualized Zionism just that sexualized Zionism Tinduri. It's it's every it's everything.
1: It's, yeah, this this I can't is tell, I
0: I can't tell you anything about it. Go look, just see it for yourself anyhow. This is another episode of the Hot Jewish podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Really? Thank you for yeah. being on. Thank you for being Thank here you.
1: and stay sexy yeah. and come to Tel Aviv. I will get you to the best 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 uh, parties, gay parties, whatever you want.
0: I will gladly take you up on that and I'm going to message you you after this.
1: Thank you so much for this podcast.
0: And thank you guys for watching. Uh, You can find me at Hot Jewish Energy, at Hot Jewish Podcast, and at Michael T. Valdez with an S at the end. And you can find me at my new page, at Hot Jewish Short King. This has been another episode of the Hot Jewish Podcast. Have a great day, night, wherever you are. And bye. Shalom.
1: Bye. Shalom, shalom, literaot. Bye.